Hello and welcome. You are tuned in to the Alachua County Extension Court Podcast, where we plug in and bring UF IFAS Extension to life. Well, it's December. The holidays are among us. And what a better gift to provide for your loved ones than a fresh bundle of parsley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is our plan of the month for December. Right, right, right. And we're right. all stuffed after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we could use a little just light, refreshing dish uh, made with some parsley, I guess. Right. <laughs> you know what's great about parsley, though? It's so bright green, right? And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. around this time, everything's kind of like brown. And I don't know, it kind of has that, that dreary, not dreary, but, you know, kind of more grayer, <laughs> subtle, shadowy tones. And it's refreshing. Yeah, and it's like parsley is that bright green plant you can have in your kitchen or you can even have it outside. This is the time, man. This is the time to have the parsley. It likes that weather, doesn't it? It likes the cooler weather. Yeah, this is a plant that prefers it cool. It doesn't want to be hot. It's the one that you take home and then you you bite into it and you're like, dish soap? What is this? It's not cilantro. It's no. parsley. It's parsley. Different. You're getting the wrong type of parsley. I'm going to educate you today on which type of parsley to get. You're getting that. Up. The leaves Very are pungent. similar-ish. Yeah. There's different types of parsley, though. And oh. I know um, I know Martha's going to talk about the different types. But for growing them, because mm-hmm. you know, we have the flat leaf, the curly. You've got some that you eat the roots for. Oh. So yeah. there's, and it's part of this great family, by the way, the Umbelliferae, or the Apiaceae. I love saying those. Mm. Um, you can the, stand under my Umbelliferaceae. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, they're the goodness. ones that form those. I can't take you seriously. Um, <clears throat> they're the ones that form those flowers that, you know, mm-hmm. they form kind of like what looks like an umbrella. Mm. And they're really good for pollinators. So this is also another great plant just because it's going to be one of those few plants that can provide some flowers during the wintertime, too, if you want to attract some pollinators into the garden. And I don't want to jump ahead, but of course, we, if we're growing these for culinary purposes, we don't really want them to flower yeah, but that's uh, why you plant them? a bunch of them. Okay, and then let's yeah, for culinary. <laughs> or, you know, what happens with parsley, too, is that... You can get a lot of parsley off of one plant, yeah. and especially uh-huh. if you plant more than one plant, you'll have plenty of parsley. Sure. Um, so a little bit goes a long way, and you can harvest from the kind of, you want to, I'm jumping way ahead here. Look, we're mm-hmm. talking about harvest. I haven't even talked about I'm sorry. Well, growing. Let's, well, let's rewind. <laughs> so let's rewind. <laughs> Most people are not going to put seeds in the ground when they're planting parsley, right? They're going to get them already yeah, sprouted. Yeah, and, and seeds can be tricky because they can take a long time to germinate. Mm-hmm. Um they're, the, they're in that, like, 7 to 12 day where people are like, are they ever mm. going to germinate? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people want that 3 to 4 day germination. But um, if you're patient enough, they will eventually uh, germinate. Um, but, yes, you can also get them at the store and then, just, uh, and then just transplant them or, you know, grow them inside in a container. They're very suitable for containers. Um, Parsley is interesting because it's classified as a biennial, which typically means it would <laughs> – um, you know, it grows from a, a center point, right? And then it would kind of grow for a year, and then it would put out a flower stalk, and then it would be done. So, mm-hmm. but in Florida, we grow it more as like a winter annual. So you're going to, you know, you're going to grow it. It's usually going to take, if you're growing it from seed, probably about three months. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like 
you know, some people just can't wait just that long. Just get a transplant, yeah. Right. <laughs> and Cynthia, I know from my experience of growing it in the summertime, you better plan on growing a little extra because those uh, caterpillars just love it. And oh. you can walk out there in the morning and have a beautiful uh, garden of parsley and walk out there an hour later and it'd be gone. Well, yeah, and the, but the caterpillars are also pretty cool, though. Yeah, they're, they're, they're cool. the swallowtail caterpillars, <laughs> yeah. too. So there's lots of things going on with parsley. But let's, let's, so let's so go back to the growing. So if you're growing it and you want to have it quickly for harvest, go, you know, go with a small plant and grow that out. Just know that once it starts to get warmer, it'll probably bolt, which is when it's going to shoot up that flower mm-hmm. stock. But then I'm like, hey, just leave it because then that's going to attract – the pollinators, the the beneficial wasps, and you know the other you know bees and everything. Um, it's also a good plant if you're growing it in the herb garden to grow it with other things because it's going to attract those beneficial insects, mm-hmm. and so they can then you know keep the other pests away from maybe your other um, more sensitive you know crops, the crops that tend to attract a lot of pests to the garden. Nice. So. <sighs> I mean, people are typically growing this in containers. Do we need to move it in if it's going to freeze? Yeah, I mean, it could probably, it can take it pretty cool because if you've ever looked at parsley, it's kind of tough, like especially the curly leaf. Um, It, you know, it can, it can withstand some cool temperatures, but yeah, hard freeze, I'd probably um, move it inside. The other thing too, because we're now in the winter time and the, the sun is lower, right, you're probably going to want to have this on like, you know, you want to give it some sun, but you don't want to give it too much sun. You want to encourage that vegetative growth mm-hmm. and not have it bolt. So um, I like that morning sun, like the east side or maybe southeast. Um, and also to give it a little bit of warmth during the day. So, um, so it'll do okay in the shady, shady Yeah, areas. it can actually take a, a little bit of shade like that dapple or that partial shade. Um, and that'll tend to um, lengthen the period that you have it leafy before it decides to bolt. So, nice. but don't, you know, the, the thing with the herb, with most herbs is it's okay when they go to flower. It's, you know, yeah. just start all over <laughs> again. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really hardy plant. And again, just with like most herbs and the most things we've talked about, you know, well draining, it doesn't yeah. want to sit in water. It's, a, it's native to uh, Mediterranean. Um, it's, uh, it's genus, I have to look that up again. Let's see, Petrosalinum. So Petro means rock. So in its native habitat in the Mediterranean, it actually grew amongst the rocks. Huh. So yeah, it likes well drained. It doesn't want its roots wet so our if our cars are running on petroleum they're actually running on rocks <laughs> well i get it i yeah, know oh, okay. i know prehistoric <laughs> rocks and stuff and carbon <laughs> <laughs> i digress so what about uh i know we mentioned caterpillars are the um and i think maybe spider mites can be an issue probably with mm-hmm. all all of our herb type uh plants well especially in the heat that. of the summer if yeah. we were growing this during the summer in the heat and those dry mites like it hot mites. and dry <clears throat> and so the one reason why i I don't like to grow the curly leaf, although I know some people prefer that one. <laughs> but that one, you know, if the, if you get insects, pests in those leaves, it can be really hard to get them out. Yeah, it so, creates yeah. a nice little cocoon. Yeah. Plus, I don't know when when I'm eating curly leaf, it's 
It always seems to get stuck yeah. in the back of my throat. <laughs> I don't think yeah, because it's so hard to get out, and you just have to keep washing and scrubbing. And, right. Yeah. So, um, you know, the fun fact really with parsley that I think, you know, you were mentioning is, is the caterpillars, and it's that black swallowtail. Mm-hmm. So um, they're pretty cool, but yeah. you are going to have some herbivory, you know, some Just plant enough to where you can handle some. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I say. You know, yeah. grow a few plants. So when if you are going to direct seed these things, give them space because yeah. parsley can spread out, especially, you know, some of the curly leaf varieties, they can have more of a, a circular, you know, they're going to spread out from the base. Yep. So yeah, and and yeah, tightly packing them is going to lead to both insect and disease right. pressure too. And and if flushing, if you do give them some fertilizer and they flush green, you know, put out a lot of vegetative growth. Sometimes that can attract, uh, right. especially some of our fungal pathogens and things. So the space will help. Space will help. Space will Don't help. plant the seeds too <clears throat> deep. They're they're very small seeds. They want to be shallow. <laughs> give them that time. Soak them before if you if you want to grow them. I like using an arrow garden. I'm not promoting this product, but they're very fun to grow inside. Hmm. And then you have them in your kitchen. And then you're going to use it, to, too, yeah. because it's right, right there. So yep. you just take a shears and... Yep. And I, th- I think the biggest thing that I see with people who have houseplants like that when I go and see their herbs is is overwatering. Or they don't have drainage. They don't yeah. have holes in the bottom of their pot. Yep. At least just let that water be able to, to drain out between waterings. Right. So it'll dry. But right. Super. Anything else for the good of growing parsley? No, it's a great, it's just an easy, great green plant to grow in the oh. wintertime. One of the cool, hardy plants. Sure. And yeah. I think, I think, har- you know, harvesting and find, you know, selecting the good leaves off a plant is pretty self-explanatory. You want, you know, kind of the, the, the bigger fleshier, but maybe younger leaves. Um, obviously, if it's flowering, they're not going to have the same kind of right. f- flavor profile. Correct. But, uh, Start with the outside <clears throat> in, though. The older, okay. I mean, so because, remember, it's growing from the center. So if you remove, if you were to remove too many of the center leaves, you may. Sure. Exhaust it. Exhaust it, right. Gotcha. So, so older, older leaves first. Right. Yeah, so. because those flowers affect a taste because they're taking all the vitamins and nutrients and all of that. Well, yeah, certainly once it bolts too, they change too. The yeah. the leaf will slightly change in yeah. how it looks once it starts to bolt. Okay. You'll see. You'll you'll sure. But you have your you'll flowering. Yeah. That's like when my daughter was doing a butterfly project. She had her parsley for the butterflies and we had our parsley for the house and you know, I've started doing that because it's really fun to watch, you know, the caterpillars and then turn into the Swallowtail, butterflies, oh, yeah. and all like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, we yeah segueing over to um, selecting this thing and harvesting it and and and, and its culinary delights. Um, I know Martha. Anytime you get a chance <laughs> to talk about herbs oh. and why herbs have been so popular in our culinary dishes, you, you love to do so. So let's let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite topics. You know, I could talk all day on it, but you know they're so popular because they're quick, they're simple. And they're a great way to add all types of varieties and flavors. And flavors is, oh man, it's off the top to the foods without adding your sodium, salt, sugar, fats. So, you know, that that's why herbs are becoming so popular. Okay, so I'm really interested in this curved leaf versus flat. I, I always thought there was just the, <laughs> the one debate. that the one that I always have to taste to make sure it's not cilantro, even though I love cilantro, but um so yeah, to me, they me. look so different. Well, I... and, here's the th- and here's the thing, Kevin. I was thinking about this one, you know, because I usually buy mine. I don't plant them. Well, one time I got home, 
And I, you know, I looked at the little tag in there with my flat leaf, and I got home, and it started growing, and I thought, hmm, that is not <laughs> flat leaf parsley, I don't think. And I always, but I didn't do it this time, I taste the leaves. I, you know, I sample that little leaf. Had I done that, I would have realized that is cilantro. <laughs> that is I not mean, flat I, leaf parsley. The, I mean, <laughs> I'm a horticulturalist. Different. For the most part, I can tell. But the problem is sometimes the people, st- not, the people stocking the shelves don't yeah. know. And I have seen parsley in the cilantro bin and cilantro yeah, in the I parsley have that bin. That's true. So. That's and true. now curly <laughs> parsley, you don't have to mess up with that. Okay. But there are flat leaf parsley, which is better known as Italian parsley. And then mm-hmm. there's the curly parsley. And then there is a root parsley known as hamburger parsley. Hmm. Now, I'm going to talk about all three of them and tell you the differences in them. (laughs) So you've got your flat leaf. It is very vibrant green. It is flat, and it has a smooth leaf. Okay? That sounds just like cilantro, but it's a little (laughs) larger. But, you know, unless you have them right there, you're you're not going to, you know, know if if the I think the, says. the leaves are a little pointier, yeah, maybe. They're a little, <laughs> little pointier. <laughs> wider. Darker green. Yeah. Like it's that darker, green. Yeah, your flat, uh-huh. it, it's darker green where your cilantro is a limeier green. Right. That's a better way to put it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> your flat leaf has a very <laughs> robust, and when I say robust, it's very robust flavor. It's highly versatile, and it can be used both as a flavor enhancer in main dishes or it could be used as a garnish, but you really don't see flat leaf used like curly in garnishes. Hmm. The main advantage, now here's the main advantage. It has that strong, fresh, slightly peppery taste, and it is so easy to chop. Mm-hmm. I hate chopping curly, curly parsley. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it, it's tough, and it, it, it just feels, you know, it's harder to... Uh, control and and chop the leaves. Uh, of course, it is used in Italy all all over. When we were in Italy, everywhere you went, you saw flat leaf Italian parsley used. Uh, it's very popular in all your Mediterranean and your Middle Eastern uh, dishes. Okay, when it comes to parsley and the restaurants, Italian parsley rules yeah. the restaurant industry because of its its robust robust flavor. The curly rules and garnishes in the restaurant. So do not, we've already talked about this, but I'm going to tell you, do not confuse flat leaf parsley with mm-hmm. cilantro because the difference in taste is totally, totally different. Mm. You go into curly, and it's fabric green, but those leaves are so curly, they're all curled together, and it's basically used as a garnish. Uh it does add visual effects or appearance to your dishes because when it's heated, it still holds its flavor or its not flavor, but its <clears throat> shape, mm-hmm. and it gives you some texture in there, and you can see it a lot better because it stays in bigger chunks. Um, also, it has a. Now I'm going to say this because it's a play on words. It has a milder flavor, but it is more pungent. It gives you that kind of soapy taste, like you said, Kevin. It's a, I don't know how to describe it. It has a really Mm. pungent taste to it. I'm going to try some. And the flat leaf (laughs) is slightly less peppery Mm -hmm. and has a fresher, refreshing taste. It's got a stronger peppery 
off flavor, more or less. Now, it is great. Curly is really great for your salads, your dressings, and uh, the finishing touches to some of your dishes, just like chopping it and sprinkling it over it. And like I said, it retains its shape, and uh, it gives texture when it's exposed to heat. Now, your root parsley is an, it's, it's an old-fashioned heirloom variety. Uh, it has a root up to 10 inches, similar to the parsnip, but it has a totally different flavor. It's more spicy and peppery than the uh, parsnip is. It has a sweet, earthy flavor, and it's a mixture between celery, carrots, and parsnips. So if you chop all of those up and kind of eat it, that's your flavor of the um, the root okay. of the uh, I had not even heard parsley. of that. Yeah. They're all in the same family, too. It can, uh, yeah, they're all in the same family. And it can be cooked as a root vegetable with all of these, too. Can, can you typically find these at the store? Uh, sometimes you yeah. can. Uh, some of your higher-end stores have them. Or like an oriental market or something, maybe? Uh, oriental like. markets have them. Yeah, your uh, organic markets have them. Okay. Now, here's the other thing: the dark green leaves. Uh, they can be used like ordinary parsley, and they do make great salads. So, if you have the root uh, parsley, you know you've got parsley. Yeah, you've you can got keep the tops. Basically. But the the tops are more. It's kind of a a dilly look. They're more feathery. They're mm-hmm. flatly feathery like. Okay. But uh, it it's. They're really good. I've had them before, and they're they're I'm excellent. Definitely going to look for, look for that. That sounds. I like to put unique. it in, in coleslaw. I like to take and either chop it up or grate it in my coleslaw. Nice. Um, <clears throat> so we kind of already talked a little bit about selecting the right. Uh, yeah. The right one uh, in terms of the flat leaf. It, it, in terms of car- curly parsley, if it looks. You know, it's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen one, but it sounds like it's really crazy curly. Um, What does it look like when it's not good? You've probably seen it as a garnish. Probably. didn't know what it was. Any any (laughs) of your parsleys, whether it's flat leaf or whether it's curly, you want to look for them in a bunch Mm -hmm. in the store. You want them to be vibrant green. You want them to be crispy. Now, the wilt, you don't want them wilted. You You don't want them, you know, yellow and all like that. Now, when I say that with curly, that's kind of a little difficult because your flat leaf, if it's wilty, you know, it's very obvious it's wilty. The flat, the curly, you've really got to touch that almost or kind of shake it because it could be wilty, just starting to wilt, mm-hmm. and you don't notice it just with the eye. Sure, and so, if it's if lacking enough water, the leaves will kind of crisp yeah, up, I yeah. think. Yeah, and your root needs to be really firm, smooth. You want it crunchy, and you don't want any uh, blemishes or soft spots on it. And the tops, here's a, a kicker, the tops must be vibrant green. Sure. So if they're not vibrant green, keep walking on by. So how do we keep them that way once we get them home? That's well, the once, once you get home, you <clears throat> want to take and. This is one time I'm going to tell you to wash it before you store it in the refrigerator because parsley has a lot of dirt on it. Uh, it's one of those that you can dry off fairly relatively um, easily, but uh, it needs to be washed by like dipping it in water, wrapping it in paper towels, patting it off, and try to make sure all the water's off of it before you put it uh, in your plastic bag. And the plastic bag needs to be a perforated uh, plastic bag so air can go in there three to four days in your refrigerator. You also need to check that for if it's moldy, slimy, because if you leave too much water on it, it will mold. 
Uh, my favorite way, though, of storing it after you wash it is to cut the ends off of it, leave it in a stock mm-hmm. like a bouquet, put a glass of water in there, and cover it with a little perforated uh, a bag, and then change the water every day so it's not cloudy. Yep. And that'll keep, <laughs> keep up a to, uh, yeah. about a week. You know, yeah. it's what uh, our food <clears throat> specialist, Amy Simone, she has uh, an Edis pub out on storing herbs uh, and all like that, which is really an excellent uh, publication to read. Um, also, you can store them if um, the roots in the crisper, the roots, you know, store in the crisper sure. and wash wash those too. And, uh, you know, you just want to make sure that you've washed them good. You can uh, dry your herbs or you can chop them and freeze them. Or the curly parsley, after it's washed and dried, you can store, uh, you know, you can even freeze it in the flat leaf hole. Okay. Nice. So how do we prepare it if we're going to just cook with it? Well, you want to place it in that colander and remove any, and and I'm kind of going back to what we do before, but you've got to make sure if you haven't done this when you've cleaned it, you've got to use a colander, remove any of the damaged stems or uh, leaves that are on there. Uh, Use your sprayer when you're washing it to clean it. So this way that sprayer can getting that curly parsley that we're going up because that curly parsley will get sand. It will get dirt. It, it gets all kinds of grit and grime bacteria in there. So use that sprayer to spray in there, uh, have a colander, sh- you know, shake it, rub it actually with your hands if you need to. And this is curly mainly the key. And I get this call all the time. Do not, do not, do not use detergent, soap, or bleach on parsley, or any of your herbs, fruits, or vegetables, because it will absorb into that, and then you'll eat it, and that's not good Absolutely, water only. So you want to mince it after you've got it clean very well. You want to mince it, take a knife and chop it, mince it real well, uh, put it in a little processor. Your stems, now, unless they're just really, really tender, and even then they're kind of kind of hard. Mm -hmm. So take those stems, put them over and have a stem pot. And if you're making a soup or a stew, they make excellent, you know, flavor in that. Uh, Or you can put them in um, the stems, even in a uh, tea ball or or your uh, cheesecloth and drop that down in and it gives it the the parsley-like flavor. But uh, add it at the last five to ten minutes of cooking if you're wanting to Add some flavor, okay. add some texture. Otherwise, you maybe cook it mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. But the key thing to parsley and herbs to prevent uh, foodborne illness is once you have chopped it, once you've uh, started using it, if you don't use that within two hours, uh, put it in the refrigerator. If it stays out longer than two hours, toss it. Yeah. Because you can get a foodborne sure, illness. Sure, enough time it. for the bacteria to... Um, so we, we, you know, we mentioned a little bit about soups and salads, and of course, it's great as a garnish. But uh, any other culinary tricks for this? Yeah, plant? rice tricks. dishes and vegetables. Oh. It's it's excellent to that. Omelets, meats, oh. seafoods, your pasta dishes, uh, your pasta and seafood dishes combined, cooking it in there, and then you know sprinkling it over uh, your sauces, your marinades, any of your homemade condiments you make, your mustard, your ketchup, your hot sauces. Now, if you want a savory dish, like a savory bread or a savory dessert, add your parsley to that. 
Parsley and sage to cornbread gives it a mm. totally different uh, texture and flavor. And you can take and make small little miniature cornbread muffins, add sausage to it with sage and parsley and cheese. Mm. Excellent whole savory meal. dish. Yeah, whole meal, <clears throat> especially with beans. Uh, it's good in beverages and juices and smoothies. It gives you a real refreshing flavor. Green teas. There's a parsley uh, green tea. Uh Infused in water, uh, parsley and lemon water are really good uh, together. And then uh, we talked about the last, uh, you know, adding it to last minute for flavor. But also you can add like your rice dish or your spaghetti comes out. And spaghetti, what kind of texture does spaghetti have? <laughs> but you have some chopped up parsley to throw on there and it gives it some texture. Mm, nice. Yeah. I've yep. seen that, done that. Um, I don't know other dishes that it's good with. Well, you your beef. fine your fine herbs that you mm -hmm. the, that the parsley is in fine herbs, and also your bouquet garnet. One of the key things is parsley there. Uh, hmm. Some of the dishes you're going to find it in are dishes that have capers in it, carrots, cauliflower, celery. Your celery roots you're noticing they're the same family. Sure. It's excellent with poultry, clam, a uh, soup, stews, eggplants, fish. Uh, and uh, tomato sauces, and most of uh, all your vegetables. Goodness. <laughs> the, the, the limits are And then you've got your herbs that it uh, complements or goes well with, and you've got basil, bake, yes. capers, uh, chivalry, uh, your uh, chilies, your chives, your garlic, your lemon balm. Lemon balm and parsley are, oh, man, they're off the wall. Marjoram, mint, oregano, oregano. Mm -hmm. your peppers, uh, rosemary and tarragon, but I will tell you, uh, don't use rosemary and tarragon and parsley together because even though the parsley is mild, your it's tarragon just, and your rosemary are at two different spectrums. Yeah, and I bit. had a client that uh, tried this, and she she was like my mother was with the rosemary tarragon chicken. <laughs> the parsley don't kill the flavor. So what kind of nutrients are we getting with uh, parsley? Well, it's real rich in iron and rich in potassium, and it has vitamins A, K, and C. So that's why if you go to uh, your smoothie stores, that's why you we'll will see a, a lot of parsley added in there because it is has the high iron, the potassium, and uh, you know your vitamins A, K, and C to it. Well, excellent. Not only is it easy to grow, it's easy to eat and enjoy, and it's good for you. So and this it's great December. for our pollinators, too. And it's great for our pollinators. <laughs> Let's it's a win-win-win-win. We're not going to chop win, off win. any of the flowers. If it go, if it bolts and goes to flowers, we're going to leave They're them really there for our pollinators. <laughs> All right. So this December, go out there and plant yourself some parsley and, and enjoy it in, in, your, in your holiday dishes. So until next time, thank you for joining us on the Alachua County Extension Board Pat podcast. And we will see you all later. And happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. holidays.